Hi, this is Carrie Stoker, podcast number nine, Some Things Really Matter. Welcome to this podcast. My name is Carrie Stoker. I'm a certified life coach, and I help Latter-day Saint women strengthen their family relationships. When you have a child that struggles with mental illness, there are all kinds of challenges that are involved in your family and among the relationships there. And I can show you through scripture and stories how to navigate this challenging road. Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I'm excited to talk to you today from Hawaii. So my... I don't know if my sound quality is going to sound different. I'm just in a totally different scenario, but I am excited to be here. And I wanted to um, just invite you to take a look at the Vibrant Living Wellness Conference that I am going to be speaking at and I'm helping to prepare and produce. That is going to be May 14th and just really excited about being part of that. So go to vibrantlivingwellnessconference.com and grab yourself a ticket. You can do it virtually or you can come see us there. Either way, it's going to be so great. But of course, there'll be so much more offered if you're attending in person. All right. Hey, this morning during my study time, I chose to read Sister Becky Craven's talk, Do What Mattereth Most, that was in general conference in the women's session of April 2022. So just a couple of weeks ago. And I wanted to just give some highlights of what I wrote down about this talk in my notes, and then what spurred then my interest in um, talking more about it and what came to me about that talk. So one of the first things that I wrote down about this talk is that discipleship to Christ, it involves or it requires effort. It requires movement. It requires commitment. It means we need to do something. I really liked that. This isn't just like, yes, I have a belief um, in Christ and I believe in what he says, but this, the discipleship actually requires us to do something. And then the next, the next couple of notes really were kind of these questions about like, what does matter most? What matters most to me? What matters most to the Lord? What matters most in my discipleship? And then this thought about that I can set kind of a new standard and be smarter than generations before. And this is a good thing. Like as our generations um, move forward, right? We have children and they have children. And as generations move forward, getting better and better is important. We become a degenerate society if we are not improving. And so this is a, this is a great thing. Just this realization that I can improve. I've had an example set before me that has been amazing and awesome about discipleship of Christ, but I can improve. And so, um, and so I, so I can move forward and I can do that 
without all of the answers, and I loved this about Sister Craven's talk, is that I got this um, confidence in being able to just move forward. I don't have all the answers. I don't know what exactly the, all the next steps are going to be, but I can I can move forward today. What this made me think about is just the past and and what has really mattered the most for our family and um, in my life. And I remember a time, uh, I want to say this was roughly eight, nine years ago. And I remember being in sacrament meeting, and this was fast and testimony meeting. And many people had stood and bore their testimony. And do you know what came to me through all of this? Like I heard over and over again, you need to have family scripture study. Now we had really gotten out of the habit of having family scripture study. We had opened up a bakery and that took like out of the past year, it just took everything we had. We spent all of our hours and more hours than I felt like we had. We just spent on working this business, getting it set up, getting it going. It was doing fantastic, really excelling in the setup of this business. And some things had slipped, like our family scripture study. Unfortunately, that's what had happened. And so when I was listening to these testimonies, that's what I heard. I don't think other people heard that, but that's what I heard, is that you need to have family scripture study. This is important. This matters. And so with this impression that I was receiving over and over, also came my own thoughts about that of like, I do not want to drive this. I don't want to be the one that's like, all right, come on, you guys, we got to have family scripture study. I just didn't want to be the driver of it. That didn't sound fun at all. I had been the driver of other things and even this at times, but I just didn't want to do that. And so in my prayer, in my heart, that was my communication with the spirit that day in sacrament meeting was, okay, I recognize that we need to get back to our scripture study, but I really don't want to be the driver of it. How could I do this in a way? How can our family participate in this in a way that I'm not the one moving it forward, that maybe the kids are doing it? And our oldest two at the time were out of the house. And so we had the three younger girls and, you know, various ages. And I just... I, honestly, that's what it was all about. I wanted them to be excited about this. I didn't know how that was going to happen. But by the end of that Sunday, the whole plan had been formulated in my mind. It was going to be amazing. This is going to be fun. And this is what came to my mind. Have like this end goal of if we study the scriptures as a family every day for 120 days, then we will take you all to the next convention, business convention that we were going to go to. And it's going to be in Florida and we're going to take him to Disney World. And so this was going to be a business trip that my husband and I were already going to take. But we were going to bring those three kids if they would participate in this. And we reached this goal of 120 days every day 
reading our scriptures together as a family. Now, there was going to be some parameters around this, like we couldn't miss a day. If we missed a day, then we would have to start over, which was okay because we had we had plenty of time to be able to start over a couple of times if we missed a day. Everybody who was in town would be reading scriptures together as a family. So like if I was out of town or my husband or whatever, if somebody was out of town, they didn't necessarily need to be having the scripture study with us, but everybody that was in town. So by the end of church, I had like this whole plan lined out and I was excited about it. Like this is going to be fun because not only that, then I get to have like this family vacation in Florida. That's going to be fun. Of course I wanted to help uh, see that happen, but I knew the kids would go for it too. And so, so coming home, I'm like, you guys, I have this cool plan. What do you think? And I, I think I ran it past Mike first before we decided that this is what we're going to present to the kids. But but in just even in the presentation of the plan, I was excited and they got excited and like, yeah, we can do this. We're going to do 120 days solid in a row. Uh, we're all going to Disney World. This is going to be the best. So this took a lot of effort and sometimes it was really challenging. In fact, I remember one time our oldest daughter, not the oldest daughter, the oldest daughter that was home at the time. She had graduated from high school already, and she was on track to go to BYU-Idaho come January. So this was the fall before that we started this challenge, and she was pretty social, and she was going out with friends often, and that meant that at the that meant that when we were ready to have family scripture study, she needed to be there. And so lots of times she would be out with friends and come home and have scripture study with us and then go back out. Or she would wait and we would have our scripture study in the evening always. And it was usually around nine o'clock at night. So we would do our scripture study and then she would leave and go be with her friends. But she did a lot of accommodating. I mean, bless her heart. She, she really helped us fulfill this. I remember one time calling her on her cell phone while she was waiting to be seated. I think she was at a restaurant with a few friends and they were going to get hamburgers or something. And it was our scripture study time and she was in town. And so we needed to have this together. So we called her and on speakerphone, we had our scripture study while she sat at this restaurant with these friends waiting for her table. So we did all kinds of things like this to accommodate. Now, one time, I think most of us were out of town. It seems like just my husband and then one other daughter was in town. And this daughter, I believe, was spending the night at her grandma's house or something like that. So it was just Mike at home. Another daughter was at grandma's house. And then the rest of us, the other three of us, were out of town. And those two that were in town didn't have scripture study together. So when I came home, we're like, oh my gosh, you guys, we didn't have our scripture study. We, we messed up. We're going to have to start over. And I learned this beautiful lesson. My husband said, you know what? It's okay. This, this is a time for forgiveness. 
there is this thing called forgiveness, hon, <laughs> where yes, there was a mistake made, made, and we may not have time to go back and make up and start over and do the 120 days before this trip. And it's okay. It's okay this time. And so I had to be good with that because I'm like, hey, the rules are, and I'm pretty hard and fast when it comes to rules. And so I had to be okay with that. And I tell you what, it felt so good to offer forgiveness when I could. And, and knowing that, um, that's just what needed to happen. I don't know. I can't explain that, but it felt really good to just be able to recognize that forgiveness was in order and be applied here and how good that felt. And so we, we did it 120 days all in a row, didn't miss except for that one time, which we offered forgiveness for. And we did scripture study every day and went on our trip. <laughs> and it was so awesome. It was so rewarding to be able to go on this trip together with the girls and, um, and to celebrate our big win. Now, there were some things that came from this that were really important. One was that we had this time together as a family every day, every single day we were together. Sometimes that was over the phone, but we had this time together. Another thing that was really amazing, I did not know that this would come out of our scripture study and this goal, is that after that, there was like not even a question about whether or not we did it. It really was, the questions were like, okay, when are we having, when are we reading our scriptures tonight? Because I've got homework to do, or that's how the conversation went from thereafter. Is it we, we read the scriptures together as a family every day after that. It was rare that we missed. Whoever was home would read the scriptures together. And it just went on and on and on for the years that followed. Like it just, we just had scripture study. When before, all the years before, uh, we weren't that consistent. I mean, we probably did it three or four times a week, but it was not, um, it was not expected in the sense that people would say, okay, when are we having it? It really was more like, oh yes, if I remember, that's right. Okay. We're here together tonight as a family. Let's do scripture study. So anyway, what a beautiful benefit that came from that consistency was that now it just became a habit. It became an expectation we had scripture study together. So beautiful thing that came from that. So we had some great lessons learned from our experience. One of them is the lesson of forgiveness. That was a beautiful way to learn it and how it felt so good to offer forgiveness and, and then to receive it. It just, that felt really good. So I was glad to learn that lesson. Another lesson about it is that I don't remember us having amazing scriptural discussions or anything like that. I don't, I don't remember that being it. I'm sure that there were times that it felt really great, like what we were studying and how we were discussing it. But I don't think that was the rule. I think generally speaking, we're just reading and being together. So that was a great lesson to learn that just being together, reading the scriptures was what mattered. It wasn't that... I was able to give them my great knowledge and understanding of the scriptures, <laughs> but we just, um, the, but they were just together doing it. Also, 
I learned that um, the kids can be the driver of things like having family scripture study. I really felt like if it was going to happen, it was going to be me. And so that was a beautiful lesson too, is to watch them be just as interested in the scripture study as I was. And maybe it was for reasons that weren't all that holy and wonderful, but it didn't matter. It, it didn't matter. It just mattered that um, we were doing something that I really felt impressed to do. And I, and then another thing is that, of course, in First Nephi 3.7, we learn that God will pro- provide a way and he'll show us that way of doing the things that he's asked us to do. And so I really felt like he was asking us to have this family scripture study. And he provided a way and he provided it in a way that really worked out for us and that I could have some great energy around and find some joy around. And so wonderful, beautiful lessons that came from this. Just back to Sister Craven's talk. This, um, it's important that we are really intentional about our efforts. Just to be intentional to make the effort. So what matters most, the Spirit is going to guide you, like what to focus on next. And it's going to be different and unique for each family. But I know that included in there, it is important to have that time together as a family reading the scriptures. I don't know in the end what would have been different in our lives, but I do know that we needed the promised blessings that come from doing that. All of us can really evaluate regularly. Like what really matters the most here? To me, I would say, you know what mattered the most is that we were together reading the scriptures as a family and that we made it a priority. That that mattered the most. All right, so I am off to join my group again at this women's retreat that I'm at. But I wanted to let you know that in the future, we are planning on doing a women's retreat in the fall, probably in January again, for Vibrant Living. Wonderful retreats where um, health and wellness is the focus. And we look forward to inviting you to join us at these women's retreats. And I'll give you the more information as that comes up. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. If you like the Stand Strong podcast, please like and subscribe 